0: Hey everybody, this is Karis Frege, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning everyone. Today is June 7th and we're going to continue in James chapter 1. So remember we've covered the greeting. We've covered how we're supposed to count it all joy when we encounter various trials because it produces patience or steadfastness. We've been told to let steadfastness have its full effects, so we can be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. But if we do lack wisdom, we need to ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to us. And then we need to ask in faith with no doubting because the one who doubts is double-minded and unstable. And then we get into these interesting verses and we're going to finish this section. Uh, Yesterday we read about verses 9 and 10 and today we're going to do 11. But 9 and 10 said, Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation because like a flower of the grass he will pass away. And then today's verse is verse 11. Where it says, For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass, its flower falls, and its beauty perishes. So also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Now, as I read this, I was thinking about how we are so insulated in our daily lives from our own mortality. We act like we will live forever. But all throughout scripture, we read about how heaven views our lives. Words like vapor, breath, and mist are all used. These kinds of words are mincingly short. Perhaps first century life had something that our culture seems to lack, the gift of perspective. James urges us not to be numb to how transient we are and how very fragile our lives can be. He says that the rich man fades away in the midst, in the very middle of establishing a kingdom, a mansion, a pursuit of wealth and ease and happiness, not after or before, but right smack in the middle of the bustle. Surely, as the Psalm says, unless the Lord builds our lives, we who build will labor in vain. This is sobering and, if we're honest, depressing, unless we, like James, have a firm view of eternity in our sights. James, whose brother had ascended into the clouds with the promise of a triumphal return, wasn't in collusion with temporary powers. He was convinced of something far more potent and lasting. He had eternity in his gaze. Pain and trials and testing all gain their rightful place of importance when we accurately have a hold on forever. What is a few decades of trouble compared to a millennia of glory? Nothing. Less than nothing. And yet God is so generous. He rewards and honors our brief years of faithfulness. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I think as I was reading this verse today, I think I was reminded of Psalm chapter 90, which is actually Moses' psalm, and in it he talks about how short our lives are. He says in Psalm 90, in verse um, starting in verse 9, he says, For all of our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. And he says the years of our life are 70 or even by reason of strength, 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble and they are soon gone and we fly away. And then in verse 12, he says, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. And I think there's something to that that James is echoing here. This idea that the rich man is fading away in the middle of his pursuits, and it also reminds me of a parable that Jesus told about the man who went and built bigger barns because he had so much stored up, and he built these bigger barns, and when he finished that, he said, oh, now I'm going to relax, and I'm going to eat and drink, and I'm going to be merry because things are so good for me, and the Lord comes to him, and he says, you fool. This very night, your life will be required of you. And I don't think this Jesus is critiquing necessarily um, having a a bank account where you save money or (laughs) storing up things. I think what he was critiquing is the hard attitude that we would live forever here and forgetting that we actually live forever, but we just don't live forever in this brief life on earth. We live forever in an eternity before God or separated from him. And the things that we do on earth get a reward I love how Revelation says that he's coming and he's bringing his recompense or his reward with him. And he is the reward. But as we live on earth, we have to keep that before us. And what's interesting is how desperately human nature fights against that idea. We we don't want to think that we're transient. We don't want to think that our lives are a vapor. We want to think that we can endure forever. And you see throughout all of history people and monarchs trying to establish something that would last forever and just nothing does so i think for for me today i'm just encouraged to keep eternity in front of me and to look at my life and to say how much effort am i putting into things that really could be like this sentence that in the midst of this very thing i would fade away i could be it could be taken away and all the work and the energy could just be lost How much am I storing up in heaven? And that's what that Psalm 90 verse is saying. Teach us to number our days that we might gain a heart of wisdom. I hope that thought encourages you today as you encounter different things, puts things in perspective, and I just hope it it just marinates in your heart a little bit. I think we all could use a little bit more dose of eternity before us. So have a wonderful day. We'll be back here tomorrow with more verses out of James chapter 1.